Blog Talk Radio. Do you watch Fox News all day? Are you dizzy from conservative spin? Are you a birther or teabagger? You might be suffering from a condition called barachnophobia. If so, the only cure is Liberal Dan Radio. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. Warning, Liberal Dan Radio is not a substitute for doctor's advice. Severe cases of barachnophobia may require psychiatric help. This may prove expensive if Republicans repeal health care. Listening to Liberal Dan Radio may cause you to embrace things like facts, logic, and reason. If these symptoms last for more than four hours, you have been cured. For more information, go to liberaldan.com. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming from New Orleans, Louisiana. <clears throat> to join the conversation, it's area code 347-838-8368. That is area code 347-838-8368. Uh, you can also join us in the chat room, which I will open shortly, um, over on the Blog Talk Radio page. And if you're listening after the live broadcast, you could always leave your comments, questions, and concerns over on the show thread at liberaldan.com. Now, normally I start the show with a snarky look at the headlines, but I had a little bit of um, some problems on a specific issue at work trying to solve a problem. Got home a little later, didn't give me enough time to work on the headlines as I would like. So unfortunately, we are going to have to skip headlines for this week. Now, uh, if you sponsor the show, uh, you can always there's an opportunity to actually sponsor the headlines. And if you, um, and I'll make sure that I would always make sure that that spot is ready um, for you. uh, If uh, you do sponsor the show, there's, so to go to the uh, blog talk radio, actually to go to FundMe page, just go fundme.com slash liberal day and you can help support the show. Um, There's also opportunities to get, um, bumper stickers, T-shirts, uh, Give America the D in 2016 T-shirts. Um, so you can check it out. <clears throat> the uh, pictures of those are on my Twitter account, at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter. Um, so lots of stuff to talk about today. Um, of course, I think the bit, one, of the, one of the big pieces of news uh, to discuss is the uh, endorsement of Hillary Clinton by Bernie Sanders. Now, we knew that this was going to happen. Um, I I think it was clear that this was going to happen. I don't think anybody should have been surprised to have seen it happen. Um, But despite the fact, because, I mean, he promised it. He said, look, if Hillary Clinton wins the nomination, I'll support her. He said that early on. Now, in the middle of the election, he, you know, kind of teetered on that a little bit just because of the fact that he, um, you know, he was he, he didn't want to admit that there was any sort of chance that he was going to lose. Although, as I've covered on the show previously, um, the fact that he did not do what he needed to do in the South um, pretty much guaranteed and solidified uh, his loss, um, made it 
pretty much impossible for him to win. So he endorses Hillary Clinton. And of course, the uh, the Sandernistas, the the Bernie Sanders supporters, the ones that are on the far left, the, the, the Bernie or bust type people, and some, some perhaps, you know, non-Bernie or almost, some almost Bernie or bust people. Like I have a couple of friends on Facebook and they're, a couple of them are absolutely Bernie or bust. And it's frustrating, you know, it's, you know, how much time do you give somebody to grieve before you tell them, look, you need to get over yourselves. Um, but you know, then other ones who are, you know, who have said from day one that they would begrudgingly, begrudgingly, but <laughs> I think a long day, begrudgingly uh, support Hillary Clinton, uh, even though Bernie Sanders was their number one choice. Um, of course, the one person who says that lives in Louisiana, where it probably doesn't matter, we're likely going to be voting for Trump, unless for some reason um, some third party candidate, maybe Gary Johnson, is able to get. You know, and a lot of the people who are like, look, I really hate Trump and I want another option. So I had basically had this. I, I On my Facebook post, I, I think I discussed this a little bit last week. I put a line in the sand and I said, look, you cannot call me a friend. And I posted this on my blog, too. You cannot say that I'm your friend if you are going to support Donald Trump. Instead of pandering that he's done to neo-Nazis, racists, sexists the sexism he's done by himself uh, it's just it's just it's beyond belief you know anybody who panders to, to to white supremacists is not somebody we need as president and so i made this clear and a lot of, a lot of people are like well i don't like hillary clinton so who do you want me to vote for i said well vote for gary johnson who's that so i have to explain he's a libertarian candidate i, th- I think you're going to hear me um, at least you might see me to, you know, if you're friends with me on Facebook or you might, if I'm, you're seeing my conversations, maybe on Twitter or on my Facebook page, you know, if they happen, um, I think you're going to see a lot of me promoting Gary Johnson because if, if for some reason, I don't think Hillary's going to lose, but if for some reason she loses, I'd much rather her lose to a Gary Johnson than to a Donald Trump. And I mean, I don't, I don't think he has a chance in hell of winning uh, because that's the same thing as why I don't think Jill Stein has a chance. Well, right at the moment, Gary Johnson has a much better shot at Jill, than Jill Stein because Jill Stein's not even on all, all 50 ballots. Um, Johnson is. But that being said, no third-party candidate has an opportunity, has the ability to win this race. For two reasons. One, there's no real down ticket support. You need, I'm, I'm not saying you need a person running in every congressional race, but in every Senate where there's a seat up for grabs, you need to have a senator. For every con, for every seat in the House that, that maybe leans your direction, you need to have a candidate running there, and that, that person needs to be doing very well. It's kind of like a, a double coattail deal. You need to, they need to be able to ride your coattails. They need to be able to say, look, this is the, this is the head of our party. And this is who I'm, you know, kind of carrying the water for down here in this district. Meanwhile, he needs to rely on the third party presidential candidates need to be able to rely on the ground game of those people that are running in the, for the house in the Senate. 
they need to be able to rely on that. They can't do it all themselves. It's why, you know, you've seen popular third-party candidates like, you know, Ralph Nader had a, had a, a more of a niche following, but he never got 5%, maybe. Uh, Ross Perot, maybe. He actually may, he got 15 20%, but it was spread out amongst all the states. There's no – he got no electoral college votes. He just, you know, took chip votes away. A lot of people believe, and it probably might be true, that he took votes away from Bush um, and helped Clinton win. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely possible that that happened. But you can't, you, there's, but, but the, one of the other reasons why you're never going to see third party candidate win the presidency. Well, the only way you'd see it is that if the third party candidate, third party itself overtakes the, the other one of the other two parties. So let's say you had the libertarian part party take over for the conservatives. So, you know, you, well, once that happened, you might see them go a little bit more to the right than what they are. Um, in order to maybe get votes, and then you maybe see the liberals trying to, you know, move to the left to try and get some votes, and you know, you see, you see shifting of stances. You know, maybe the Democratic Party would pick up certain things that other the other party hasn't. Maybe, you know, you, you see you see shifting of parties and what they support, but you, but you still would not. You're not going to see three major parties, and the reason is because of the Constitution. The Constitution has no requirement. Uh, for only two parties, but as a byproduct of the Electoral College, the Constitution basically favors a two-party system. Because when you require one person to have a simple majority of the Electoral College, you basically make it so that if there's a third party running and that there's have somewhat and there have some popularity, you make it possible that the person that the, that the party who was in the lead might not be able to pull off a simple majority, and as such, it goes to the states. And that's not something you want to have happen, especially if you're a liberal. Because just to be clear, it's not, you know, it goes to the House to vote for the president. So, But it's not every House member gets to vote. It's every state votes. So all the people who are part of the California congressional delegation will vote on who's going to be president. And then all the people from the Wyoming congressional delegation get to pick on who's going to be president. And each has an equal say. And there are many more conservative states than there are liberal states. So if you're a progressive, if you're a liberal, you do not want to take a sad chance at risking that um, a person from the that, that 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 somebody is going to be picked from this Congress, or even even if a, even if the Democrats retook the House, which is highly unlikely, you still wouldn't see a Democratic president being chosen if you had nobody hit that mark. It's ridiculous. So, and this is what these people are risking by, you know, the, the, the people who said there are 10%, maybe 15% of the Bernie Sanders supporters who are saying that if they don't, that if they're voting for Donald Trump, if they don't, it's not Bernie Sanders. Are you kidding me? On, on what planet are you from that, Bernie is your first choice, and Trump is your second. You know, as I said on Twitter, these are the type of people who probably root for the Littlefinger while watching Game of Thrones. It's bizarre. It's crazy. 
makes no sense. Anyway, let's go ahead and take the first commercial break. Come back, take your calls as well. Area code 347-838-8368. That's area code 347-838-8368. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. I am sick and tired of the propaganda in today's media. You know, we can't have a sane discussion about politics. Well, yes, you can, and it's on ROJS Radio Live with the girls, Monica RW, and Autumn S. I'm there every week when they discuss Michigan and national politics, job search, unemployment, and more from an independent laugh, sanity-based point of view. So, tune in. RJS Radio Live, Saturdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. sharp here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 347-838-8368. It's area code 347-838-8368. Excuse me. (laughs) Another interesting thing about um, some of the Bernie Sanders supporters is um, I may have discussed this guy's show before, the Redacted with Lee Camp. He's the kind of scrawny, wiry, bearded guy who is like a wannabe John Stewart. And look, I don't begrudge people's success, but that doesn't mean I have to support them if they're annoying. And he's really annoying. He's he's one of the types of people that just, you know, wants to complain. He, he's definitely a Sandernista. He's definitely Bernie or Bust. He's definitely, you know, somebody who is... But, but He's one of those people that makes... Um, you know, every everything is a conspiracy. It's it's those people who will say that if Hillary loses the election in the fall, it's not their fault for coming out for not coming out and supporting the more progressive of the candidates. It's all Hillary's fault. However, Bernie Sanders lost the election, lost the nomination. It's nothing. They never mentioned his responsibility or to get elected. It's all it's everybody else's fault at that point. It's not it's not it's not Bernie's fault at all, and it's not their fault either. It's it's other people's fault. They just wouldn't listen. So I was trying to see. I went to go on my Twitter account on on Liberal Day, at Liberal Day Radio on Twitter, and I went to go see what he had potentially said about. And I think there's a video up there. I think he started, I think he interviewed Jill Stein. Um, and I was trying to see what he um, 
what he said about it, and I looked at his Twitter account, and he blocked me. <laughs> Not only has Sean King blocked me, but Lee Camp has blocked me as well. And Donovan, if you listen to last week's show, uh, Donovan, Nimbus Yash, Yosh, who come, came in, gave some you know knowledge, dropped some knowledge on the listeners of Liberal Day and Radio Program. And he has this theory where he, you know, he doesn't block people at all on Facebook. If somebody is a ignorant SOB, he's not going to block you. He is going to troll the ever-living crap out of you. And he basically says that it's a, his opinion that if you block him, it means that he won, that you could not handle the conversation with him. And if you look back at what I tweeted at Lee Camp, if you Twitter at Liberal Dan Radio and at Lee Camp, it's not bad. It's not there. I, I only tweeted at him twice. And one of them was yesterday when I realized that he'd blocked me. I was basically saying that, you know, they were, they were trying to say that the media was lying. And I said, well, no, they're not. Um, I'm trying to explain to them why they weren't lying, but he blocked me. So I guess I could claim under, under Nimbus Yosh rules, I can claim victory on in that area, as well as in the Sean King area. Another interesting thing um, that uh, has, has not happened is that back when, you know, when I did the show about source fed and their ridiculousness, they came out with a, with a brief response afterwards. And that's another person who blocked me, actually the editor of the source fed video. He actually blocked me as well. He did not want to have to listen to my questioning of their, issues um i guess i guess he wasn't a fan of me comparing them to the inept uh, fbi agents uh, who were trying to convict uh the two utes uh, in my cousin Vinny. so i mean he blocked me too but they still have yet to come out with they promised sometime the next week after they made their second video they promised a more in-depth video about the subject and then since then, even more people, even more websites, even more sources have come out to explain why their logic was mind-numbingly stupid. And they have yet to come out and do a mea culpa. Why? Well, they have to, if they take down their initial video and say that they're wrong, then they don't get web hits. Then they make themselves look unreliable. They don't want to make themselves look unreliable. However, I would appreciate I would think that I would be more supportive of them. I might actually give them more credit for, for actually coming out and saying, hey, look, we were wrong. We're sorry. Mea culpa. But they won't because that's not how things go on the Internet today. If you're, if you're found to be wrong, deny, deny, deny. If they have more proof, just deny. Or not even, don't even do it. Ignore it. Bury your head in the sand. It's crazy. Anyway, um, so I was listening to the radio today on the way home. I really wanted to call into the show. It's called Race Wars, the Race Wars podcast on, on the Opie channel on Sirius XM, XM103. And they had this guy, and he, I believe he was a police officer, and he was talking about the whole Black Lives Matter movement and the issues that cops have to put up on a day-to-day basis and, you know, pretty much saying the stuff that I would expect somebody to say, you know, 
I haven't seen many of my police officer friends even discuss issues. I, I, I put an open challenge out there on Twitter. I put it on Facebook. I said, look, if you are trying to support the police here in the Baton Rouge killing, can you please just give me one example of a police shooting of a person that you feel was done incorrectly, that you do not believe was just right or fair, that you believe was excessive, anything. And I got no responses. It's ridiculous. Um, but this police officer's on there, and he's basically, I, I mean, I wanted to call in. I wanted to ask him if there was any example of, of, of police brutality or excessive police violence that he could point out and say, look, this, he was clearly wrong. The shooter of Tamir Rice was wrong. The shooter of John Crawford, Jason Crawford, I always get that wrong. Um, he was in the wrong. Talando, his shooter, was wrong. But he was trying to make excuses for that one. We don't know the whole story. Please. Anyway, so one thing that he was saying was he was trying to discuss how different things are now than they were before, where it used to be, I guess before the internet gave people supposedly courage, it used to be that if a police officer told you to stop loitering on a street corner or what have you, that you would just obey the orders of the police officer and would just leave that street corner. But now if you ask somebody to leave the street corner or move along, uh, they give you attitude. My question, what the hell business is it of yours that somebody's hanging out on a street corner? Why, if somebody is not breaking a law, why should you as a police officer be telling that person to move along? If, so, if it's a public space, citizens or even non-citizens should have the ability to stand there without being harassed by the police. I mean, this is America, right? And I know this sounds like kind of a conservative rant, but this is, this is America. This is a country where, where we're supposed to be able to walk around freely. And if it's a public space, I should have every right to be there. Now, we've discussed, last week I discussed the game Ingress, and, and this week, um, recently, has, we've just seen the launching of Pokemon Go, which is created by the same people who made Ingress. Same company. It's basically Niantic, which is a spinoff of Google. And they have a reskinned Ingress uh, to make it into a Pokemon game and go around catching them all. And it's, I was not really wanting to play the game because I really was never into Pokemon. I found it quite annoying. Um, but the game is actually not that bad. So I'll have to deal with the fact that it is a Pokemon game if I'm going to continue to play it, but it's really not that bad. But anyway, you, you've, I think you've seen the news. Of, of this game. If, if you haven't, you're living under a rock or maybe you're living under a Pokemon or a Pokeball or whatever. This game is crazy. The first week, 
has, has more active daily users than Twitter. You have, it's surpassing porn searches. As I think YouPorn, one of the porn websites, pointed out that searches for Pokemon Go exceeded searches for porn. Now, I don't know if that's the best analogy because I don't know how many people that are, I mean, most people who are searching for Pokemon Go are probably going to be searching for Pokemon Go. I don't know how many people who are searching for dirty movies are going to just look up porn. (laughs) Probably going to be searching something similar to porn, some sort of genre of porn, if you will. So I don't know how correct or accurate Pokemon out searching porn is. Although you might have a lot of the people who are playing the game may very well be not downloading porn or not watching porn because they're getting out and doing something. That's fine. It's great that people are getting more exercise with this. I got out and walked a little bit with it too. Um, but you know, with Ingress, it's a smaller, definitely a smaller group of people. And we had people like Nebus who called in last week who get called who get pulled over just for driving while ingressing, while black. And I've even gotten pulled over for a DWI for driving while ingressing. <laughs> for DWI, it's the driving while ingressing. That's that's the DWI I'm talking about. I had a story one time where. I was driving around Algiers Point, and in Algiers Point, there reaches a point where you can only go, if you come down in Side Street, right along the levee, you can only go left, and then it brings you up onto the ferry terminal, and you come back down, and you go back around. So I did that, and there was a police officer just hanging up there, just chilling. Look at my rearview mirror. He doesn't do anything. All right. In my ingressing, I forgot about the dude. Came back around. By the time I realized that it was too late, I had to go. I had to go up on the on the launch. Again, look at my rearview mirror. He does not follow me. Okay, good. Dumb me does it a third time. I'm I go down the street. I notice he's following me. I, I continue doing. Yeah, he pulls me over. Can I help you, son, or whatever? Um, well, I'm just no, I'm just driving around, listening to music. Okay, I thought you might be lost. Oh, no, sir, I'm not lost. Uh, so, um, that's one of my driving while ingressing stories. Um, not the better one. But the you're going to have a lot of people. It looks to me like Pokemon is going to require a lot more people to get out of their cars and actually do things and actually walk around a bit, uh, try and hunt down those elusive pocket monsters. And so you're going to see a lot of people, you know, you're going to look at, they're going to be looking at their screens. They're going to be walking like what Pokemon does is if you haven't downloaded it yet, you, you see where the Pokemon are on your screen by how many footsteps there are away. Three footsteps mean far. One footstep means very close. <clears throat> so, if you see three footsteps and you walk in one direction and you don't see a Pokemon or it doesn't drop to two, then you go pace back in the other direction and you try the other way. 
if it doesn't if it doesn't get any closer, then you maybe you go left on. So basically, you're gonna have people be walking up and down blocks trying to chase down these Pokemon, and and police officers are gonna be looking at this like, what the hell is going on here? Why are these people pacing around like this? This looks plainly suspicious. So let's uh, we're gonna have to pull these people over, and we're gonna have to stop them and see what they're doing and harass them for, again, doing nothing except for pacing back and forth, looking at their phones. And I have a huge problem with that. There's nothing illegal about looking at your phone. There's nothing illegal about walking on a public street. If that's all I'm doing, if I'm walking on a phone, if I'm walking on the public street looking at my phone, you shouldn't be stopping me. If anything, if you want to stop me, if anything, you should just say, do you need directions getting somewhere you look lost? And if the person goes, no, I'm fine, then leave the person alone. Do not pull the person over. Do not try and frisk the person. Do not act as if the person is a potential criminal. Because all they're doing is pacing, pacing. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And it's only going to get worse because, again, the, the popularity of Pokemon is so much more than the popularity of Ingress that you're going to have so many more people out there. And people are going to be out in all sorts of places. Lots of people. Imagine Washington, D.C. All of, just, I guess to give you a little bit more of a background, if you don't know. Ingress, people basically submitted portals uh, for the game. What they are is landmarks. So like the Washington Monument might be a portal. There might be a plaque near the Washington Monument that's a portal. Uh, there might be, uh, you know, the, the, the Jefferson Memorial, the many other things inside the Smithsonian not just the Smithsonian itself or the entrance of the Smithsonian, but things inside the Smithsonian, but other things too, pieces of art that are around a city, churches, post offices, all these things have been tagged and marked as portals. And most of those portals got moved over to, in, to Pokemon as either Pokestops or gyms. Um, <laughs> so, so it just sounds so stupid. Like, I just, I'm, I'm a little mad at myself for getting into it, but it just sounds so stupid, but it's fine. You know, people, people have fun with it. I don't begrudge people for having their fun. Um, and I am having fun with it too, but it's just, I hate Pokemon. I just, I took one of my, uh, one of my previous girlfriends, she had a little brother. We took him to go see the Pokemon movie and it was terrible. Oh my God. Was it awful? It was terrible as Sir Charles Barkley would say. So all of these places are ingress portals and they're now Pokemon stops as well or gyms. And so you go, you have these people who are walking back and forth in front of churches and post offices and other government buildings and other pieces of art, monuments, everything that you could possibly think of. They're, they're, that's what they're doing. And so, so many people, are, the, I don't know, the police are not, they're not going to know what they'll be able to do. Some places have just flat out said, look, no Pokemon here. Like, you know, 
the Holocaust Museum, Auschwitz. People are freaking playing Pokemon Go in Auschwitz. I think that you could probably find a better place. And, of course, there's a picture of one person catching some Pokemon in a, in a funeral home where, like, people are looking at the casket. There are some people who are making dirty pictures with their Pokemon. Because, see, what you can do in the game is it accesses your camera. And so when you catch a Pokemon, it looks like you're actually looking at the Pokemon in the real world. So if you're doing something naughty whilst trying to catch a Pokemon, put two and two together, rule 32, anything that's on the Internet, there's, it's porn. So just the, this, what police keep doing here, what, the, what they keep you know, the, the insistence of, of stopping people for doing things that they think are, are bad, and especially when it comes to minorities. Kind of mad. I, I'm just waiting for all of the problems to happen with minorities playing Pokemon. I've heard some good stories, like the police pulled people over in Gretna, the horrible city that we were talking about last time, um, and the police officers actually asked for a tutorial on how to play. All right, awesome, cool. You're, you're trying to, I guess, learn how to do things. And of course, there are people who are bad using the, who use the game, like the people who um, made it so that a lot of people would want to come to a particular area, and then they wound up robbing them. But because they made it, because they put these things on that stop, well, it was kind of obvious who was doing the robbing, and therefore they got caught. So dumb. Anyway, let's go ahead and take the second uh, commercial break. For some reason, I couldn't get the the middle of the show um, labor radio thing to upload properly. So let's go ahead and take the second commercial break. Take your calls as well. 347-838-8368. That's 347-838-8368. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. representation or advice on issues such as family law, bankruptcy law, DWI, or other civil or criminal matters, you need hands-on legal advice from someone who will treat you as a priority and not just another number. So call the law office of Sherry I. Sandler at 504-528-9500. That's 504-528-9500. Or email sandlerlaw at cox.net. I trust Sherry with my legal needs. So should you. The preceding ad was an unpaid client endorsement. Do you like fun jewelry? Do you wish you could design jewelry that is designed just for you and that tells your story? Well, with Origami Owl, you can do just that. An Origami Owl jewelry bar is a fun way to get together with your friends, hang out, and design jewelry. There is no pressure to buy, but when you host a party, either in person or online, you have the opportunity to get deeply discounted jewelry based on what the friends you invite to the party purchase. If you would be interested in holding a party, either online or in person, go to cassiezcharms.origamiowl.com. That is C-A-S-S-I-E-Z charms.origamiowl.com and contact Cassie today. (laughs) 
And welcome back to Liberal Day and Radio Talk from the Left. That's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming from, at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. So join the conversation. It's area code 347-838-8368. One more thing I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about me a little bit after that. Political thing. One more political thing to talk about. Then I'm going to talk about just, you know, kind of my other, you know, how you can help Liberal Day and Radio out and or me out several ways, several ways, several things and projects that you might want to support um, that you could help, uh, help me support. Um, okay. So I asked on the page, why is the Black Lives Matter mo- movement similar to what we saw in China years ago? And why are we treating it differently? So I wanted to be vague because I wanted, wanted to be able to get into a little bit more detail. Do you remember when the student was protesting in Tiananmen Square. Do you remember? There was a time, do you remember, when we fell in love? No, I'm sorry. No. Do you remember when the, the student got out in front of the tank? There was a line of tanks. And he just stood there, and the tanks didn't move. And he was acting defiant because he was protesting wrongs that he felt was going on in the country and everybody in America loved it. Loved it. They cheered on this kid. He was a hero. However, we have the same thing going on in this country now, too. We have Black Lives Matter protesters who are frustrated and furious at what's going on with law enforcement. They're not getting their word spread other ways. So what they're doing is they're going to go, they're going out in the middle of the highways and stopping traffic on the highway. So this is exactly the same as what happened. Not exactly, but it's pretty much the same thing that what happened, except instead of one person and several people, instead of tanks, it's private vehicles. But they're doing this to make a point that they're not going to be ignored, that you're going to have to listen to them and their, and the issues that they feel are important because the other things that they've tried previously haven't worked before. And I can't begrudge them for that. But for some reason, instead of standing in solidarity as a country with this, with this like we did with the students uh, over in Tiananmen Square, we didn't do that here. Black Lives Matter. We have people who are criticizing them. We have people who are saying up for somebody on my own friends list who's saying that if he, that ever happened in front of his tractor trailer because he ships things for a living, that he would run them over. I'm like, well, how's jail sound for murder? Because that's what you would be, a murderer. Oh, jury nullification. No, jury nullification wouldn't work in this place. You would go to jail and you'd be a murderer. It's ridiculous. So, why are we as a country not getting behind this? Maybe it's because that was over there and this is over here. That was against a bad government. This is against a government that we want to like. Um, but we can like something and be critical of it. It's possible. It's probable. It's a very important thing to do. In fact, if you like something, you should absolutely be critical of it if it does wrong. You should, you should definitely um, make sure that you are keeping an eye on it and making sure that it acts acts right. 
anyway, that's my kind of opinion on that, is that we, we are failing these protesters because we are not giving them the same reverence that we would to the student protesters in Tiananmen Square. And before I'm going to wrap up a little early, but before I go ahead and wrap up, I, I do want to discuss just a couple of ways to help the show um, or help me in general with other of my projects. Of course, some of the things you could do to help Liberal Dan Radio specifically, you could follow me on iTunes. You can rate me on iTunes. That would, that's probably one of the best things you can do. Follow me on Twitter. Follow, like me on Facebook. You know, it's very weird. I have a very, you know, I'm up to a thousand likes on Facebook when it comes to my budget ears thing. But I, I only have like, I have very few, even though I have 2,000 followers, over 2,000 followers on Twitter now. So follow me on Twitter. Follow me, you know, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Subscribe to me on Blog Talk Radio. Um, make sure that you rate the show, make it highly rated on iTunes. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Now that the conventions are coming around the corner, I am going to be making some more video content for this show. So also make sure to subscribe to youtube.com slash liberal band, liberal band radio. What else? One of my other projects is, of course, RideshareDan.com, at RideshareDan on Twitter, um, RideshareDan also on the uh, on YouTube. I don't have any videos up there now, but following RideshareDan on, on Twitter is probably the best thing you can do. Follow NerdyDan.com on Twitter as well, um, and of course, follow... I have a contest going on at Budget Ears. If you retweet the pin tweet on Budget Ears Twitter account, um, you follow me on Twitter, you, you, you have a chance of winning a $10 Disney gift card. If you subscribe to Budget Ears on YouTube and I get 500 subscribers by the end of the month, you will also get a 50, it will be a $50 gift card instead of a $10 gift card. So anyway, those are all the different ways that you can help out Liberal Dan Radio and my other projects that I have going on. Um, again, I was very busy at work today. I didn't really have a lot of time to put in to, to plan more content. Um, I'll try and do better next week. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and end the show um, now. So, again, follow me at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, facebook.com slash Liberal Dan. Rate me on YouTube. I mean, rate me on iTunes. Subscribe to my channel on YouTube as well. Um, at Budgeteers on Twitter, at RideshareDan.com on Twitter, at NerdyDan.com on Twitter as well. Until next week, 8 p.m. Central, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. <laughs>